0: hello hello welcome back to another episode of afropolitan central we are so excited to have you guys back today absolutely hey guys this is nana and obolayo
1: (laughs) yeah somebody told us that they couldn't distinguish our voices so we're like okay let's add in this little disclaimer like this is me this is her (laughs) hopefully that helped although we did freak ourselves out just a bit ago because we recorded like an instagram kind of like story thing and i'm was speaking
0: but i thought it was me so i'm like oh yeah and then that happened vice versa so do let us know if you can distinguish between our voices like can you tell who's who let us know below um and maybe we'll give you brownie points or maybe they don't exist
1: oh Wow, <laughs> we're giving you so much incentive to actually do this, right? <laughs> Not so, anyway, today we're really excited because I think we're talking about a fun topic um, that's been cropping up in the news here and there. Mm-hmm. So, it's very much a topic of do we need museums, right? Because right. we, you know, there's been recent things about like African. His, um, like African artifacts potentially get a return to us on loan, but then there's also some kind of subtext around, do you have well-equipped museums? Yeah, like are we changes? able to take
0: care of those artifacts that they return, that they that you, they being Europeans that plundered yep. Africa. Yep. Um <laughs> do we have the right equipment and like personnel to like take care of the artifacts that they would return to us? Yeah, absolutely. So we're gonna just delve into all the different facets of that and I yeah, think that's it's gonna, gonna be make a juicy really,
1: topic. Yeah, it's gonna be a juicy topic. But before we get into that main one,
0: let's just delve catch into up a little. Yes. Yeah. How have you been? What's been up? Like what have you seen on the Afropolitan interwebs? Yeah, so
1: I think this one is slightly random but I I think for okay so one for our local Londoners, if you don't know there's this thing called TEDx Houston
0: Mm-hmm. and essentially it's a TEDx
1: event that's dedicated to exploring like just African ideas mm-hmm. and innovation etc. I went to the first one like almost two years ago like the first December that I was here in the UK mm-hmm. and I really really loved it like I left feeling super inspired um, I think it's just it's a really good platform and I don't think that there's um, that much dedicated to that kind of premise because mm. um, what it does is that it has different people from around the continent come and speak so my year it had like the C- mm, she's the CEO but you know one of the big people in charge of um, Airtel Ghana mm-hmm. Um This lady super inspiring. Um, It had a couple
0: of entrepreneurs, so just different people on the African continent doing amazing things. Right, Mm -hmm. and And are are the speakers all from the African continent, or is it people like in the African continent and the African diaspora?
1: So I think it can be both because I know that this a lot of them, like you know, they do things based on the continent, but maybe they were born here, or maybe they were educated here, Mm -hmm. or live here, but go back. So I think just very. Um, very varied ideas but the crowded draws I think that's like our crowd isn't it yeah different, people the that are, crowd. yeah different people that are dedicated to the continued development and interest in the continued development of the content awesome. so, if you're here and you have the funds oh, please go to it there if is a student get,
0: discount for our students
1: out there go bye I miss that student discount <laughs> I
0: miss it's the student so discount.
1: clutch <laughs> I miss that student discount but Also, another thing that I saw as I was browsing the interwebs So there's this YouTuber I follow called um, Fusional Cultures And her name is Layla and she is Ghanaian, um, but I think, you know, has lived here for most of her life, um, and she did a video on
0: plants. Ooh! Yeah. I love plants, guys. I'm obsessed with plants. Are you? Yeah! Well, where are the plants in your area? They're coming. So I'm still in the process of decorating my room, but I have, like, some basil and some mint on my window, so it's coming together, but eventually I'm trying to, like, find a few more, like, hanging plants, like, maybe some ivies that can, like, crawl from the window, like, across my desk. Like, I had back home. So, like, back Ooh. home, I had, like, a lot of plants like across my desk and then yeah. it's like inspiring me and filling my nostrils with oxygen. Ooh. As plants do. As plants. <laughs>
1: So the funny thing is that I don't think that I'm naturally like a plant person. Mm. So I'm not going to lie. When I was watching her video, because she like she was so passionate about her <laughs> plants. She's named <made> them. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I named my plants at home too. It's, it's a do. thing. It's a thing. And she's, she'd be going on about ya yeah, and this and this. I was like, what is going on about? But I stuck with it. And by the end, I was like, oh my gosh, I want to get some plants myself. Yes, girl. I do. And there's this page that I then discovered because she tagged them on her Instagram post called black girls with gardens mm. um oh and it's such like i follow them now and it's so refreshing to see them come down my feed because it's always like super green leafy loving photos oh like, man i start following them um.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's some just kind of. I know some plant inspo I, I, was, I always thought. love when like our people um <laughs> do the, <laughs> do something like really like cool and unconventional. Mm, um, mm. not not like unconven. Not that it's unconventional, because I'm sure there's so many of us that have plants. But like to like think of like a website where you're like, oh, like black girls with plants, you know? Yeah. What I mean? or, um yeah. So I just think it's like really cute. When, I mean, like add our personalities or like our melanin absolutely. and stuff like that and then like mix it with something like random like absolutely um, yeah like afro foodie was like another one that was really cool oh really yeah yeah that's pretty cool yeah cause when I saw
1: it I was like huh oh, black girls with gardens interested mm-hmm. now I'm like, I'm like ah. <laughs> now you want a garden Not yeah. like, supposed to be a black, black girl with
0: a garden <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yeah I personally have not had too much time to be delving into the interwebs cause I've been a good little student um, reading my readings yeah. and preparing for class in the proper way. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't think there's like too many things that I'm like hyper aware of. Um, so I'm just excited to get right into the episode yeah. topic like, of museums because that's something that I'm super excited about because I've been like reading up on it a little bit in preparation yeah.
1: for today. Yeah, absolutely. Right. I think. Some, like, you know, early this year or, you know, some time back, essentially there was an article that said that Emmanuel Macron, French president, um, you know, had kind of announced that within the next five years, I'm like, why five years? Because he has a four-year term, doesn't he? (laughs) That's so anyway <clears throat> moving, on. <laughs> moving on swiftly um within the next five years he wants um you know certain conditions to be created that would you know allow and facilitate for african heart art heart african art art african art that had been plundered and stolen you know which by is not Bradley. how he put it but I of course that's <laughs> not how he put it um to be returned Back to their rightful owners, so back to, let's say, if Benin claims those artifacts, if Ghana claims those artifacts, mm-hmm. to get it returned to them, um, either on a permanent on or a on temporary low. basis.
0: Yeah, yeah. And so I think kind of what's behind that is that a lot of um, African, different African countries have been like calling for the return of their artifacts like ethiopia has egypt has absolutely absolutely because i think in 2007
1: ethiopia had filed um for hundreds of their artifacts Mm -hmm. to be returned i think the vna is where primarily a lot of those are housed and they denied it However, I think they, you know, from the article that we had read, there was um, an exhibition for Magdala. So essentially, the city that they had raided um, to get a bunch of those items. they are going to, funny
0: enough, have an exhibition over there and display this loot. Literally lowering my eyes. (sighs) And like, like... did they give a reason For denying that application Or anything Like well, that
1: request So for that particular one They didn't go into it But mm-hmm. I think probably You know I think our generation We're hyper aware Of these things right. Like we realize Like you guys This is absolutely ridiculous And I think Social media generation Allows for us To quickly hop on Twitter Instagram whatever, Yeah And like, jump onto,
0: this conversations jump onto and these, these conversations And these
1: topics And actually incite Real change Which I think We need to be Really proud of So they realize Probably VNA That they can't go ahead And have this exhibit Folks in the place that they had looted and get away with it mm-hmm. so then at that point in time they were like okay we're open to potentially giving you a loan
0: mm, I'm rolling my eyes so hard because this concept of a loan or something you like I'll loan back what you stole like and then it also makes me wonder like should we like what like, I stole <laughs> I love that what I stole <laughs> um, Should we like accept That condition you know what I mean Cause like sis, I think there's some countries that are like No either give it back to us or nothing Like there's some yeah. countries that are like not open to the idea Of a loan at all but for me I'm kind of like My sneaky side is like oh like just Accept the loan and then never give it back <laughs> Cause like literally if I don't Like what are you gonna do Yeah like
1: come back and plunder it <laughs> Okay actually that's not funny Isn't it because no. they could actually do that <laughs>
0: <laughs> let's hope not. Let's, yeah, know, like, let's hope that In this not. like yeah. advanced global age of the twenty first century, that we've we've moved beyond like yeah, just uh, blatant blundering. Yeah, but I think you know
1: this whole thing opens up. Like, I think room for discussion for various angles and various topics. Because it's like, like we're saying, we're that generation, we're hyper aware, we understand the injustice of it all, and we have a platform to advocate for, hey, let's restore this wrong. But then, Okay, so assuming that Macron, in five years, he's able to, him and his team, um, because I think he's appointed a Frenchman and a Senegalese writer to Mm -hmm. look, kind of be in charge of this and look into how this can work. Mm -hmm. So say five years from now, they're able to come up with that. Then what? Right. Right. Because then we're saying... You know, certain things are going to be returned to us either on a permanent or a temporary basis, and we all agree that that premise is a bit ridiculous. But like we said, you know, let them just get it to us, and we'll take it from there. <laughs> yeah. However, I think that's there's, there's loads of things to then consider, right? Because for us, where are we where are we
0: storing these things? Mm-hmm. Right. But I think that's the thing with what Macron is saying, because isn't it a five year plan so that they can like create the conditions? For it to be returned, but then
1: and I, like, I, I highly doubt that they would then be like, oh a facility so We're going to give you A loan of A hundred million dollars To build a museum so you Exactly
0: Exactly So how are they Going to create These conditions Because we have to, We have to assume That these conditions hmm. Must be like Oh like A proper Museum facility And then with museums And artifacts Like there's a Specific temperature That certain Like paintings Or whatever Other artifact Has to be at to be In right, order yeah. to like Not melt Or change color Or whatever yeah, yeah. But for me though Before we get into Like our side of things Like yeah, my question to Macron and those people is like, like, like what is your saying? It like, you know what I mean? Like, who are you to judge like what the proper condition is for this um, artifact, right? And I'm yeah. sure there might be some art historians who like disagree with me or anything, but like, these artifacts were created like on this continent, so like yep. we should get to decide how we maintain it. Absolutely. Do you get what I mean? Absolutely. It's like, who are you to say like, oh this. Africa, like, within these five years, like, this country has met the proper conditions. Like, who are you to decide those To conditions? decide
1: those things. Yeah, and I think... I think for me, it comes down to... The way that Europeans or the West always get to dictate the mm. terms on which you know, we're defined either as developed or third world country or yeah, you mm. know, just all those different terms that they know we're going to be
0: lacking in. but <laughs> somehow, yeah, if they label it as again, like point to it as a reason, like, oh, sorry, we couldn't return this because x, y, z, that you didn't they meet, made up. you didn't meet yeah. these arbitrary
1: conditions that we made. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, but I guess, If I play devil's advocate here, right, I feel like the West, and please don't come for me. This is me playing devil's advocate, people. (laughs) I feel like the West has more of an interest in African history and art than we do. Sometimes. Mm -hmm. Because I think, you know, I think about... College, right? Mm-hmm. And I think about all the different courses that we have dedicated to this topic. Mm-hmm. I think about the different expeditions that are made. Because um, I remember recently, you know, some institution was funding for another excavation of Rhodesia, ruins of it, to be able to discover blah, 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 blah. Things that I think we as Africans, and once again, this is me just speaking from a devil's advocate point. I don't think we're primarily like, oh yeah, let's go, you know, check it out, check it out because I'm like, we have real struggles to be actually investigated. Like, <laughs> how am I gonna put food on the on the table for my family, you know, mm-hmm. or uh, just those things? I feel like in general, it, it seems sometimes like they have more of an interest in, in our, our history, history than we do. Than we do, right? Which of course I think it's we can very a little yeah, bit, yeah, 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 yeah. Because then I think that. You can't say that without the element of the fact that, like, those are economies in completely different spaces than where we're at. Yeah. So they have those fun...
0: The time and the leisure to do that. Yeah. But also, at the same time, though, we have to remember that during colonialism, not only was it, like, a physical and economic, like, attack on our countries, it was also a cultural and mental and intellectual attack on our countries. So I do think we have to be aware of the fact that, like, they, they... But, like... European colonialists, like, Mm -hmm. um, forced us to, like, reject our culture, our history as primitive, as barbarian. So I think we're still kind of, like, unpacking a lot of that. Do you get what I mean? So I I, I do kind of agree with you that on the surface, it does seem that on average, Africans seem less interested in African history than... White Americans, for example, or Europeans or whatever, yeah. than Westerners. Yeah. Um, but if you go below the surface, you see generation after generation after generation of always looking to the West as a place to be, yeah. like, you know, looking at the West as develop the developed like what we want to become yeah. and a rejection of our own culture. There's a lot of families that like um when they move to the US they force their they never speak um Yoruba or yeah. other languages to their kids Because they want to make sure that their kids Acclimate so well and you can't tell The difference between their kid and like yeah. The next door neighbor's kid You know yeah. what I mean? So there yeah. are generations And even in Nigeria you'll find people Who like, purposely don't speak The local language to their kids because They just think They just put um western culture on this pedestal Yeah Yeah
1: Yeah, I think, you know, I can see where you're coming from with that. I guess another thing that we can explore from that angle is very much that we a lot of these artifacts we've never had or we haven't had for a while. So it's kind so of like, having
0: you go see something that you're never aware was yours?
1: Yeah, because, I mean, when I think back to my education all the way up until high school,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, I don't remember there being, like, an art history component. Mm-hmm. I think it's something that I probably would have explored in university mm-hmm. if I had chosen it as an elective. Mm-hmm. But I think... I. I I think it also comes back to my initial argument that perhaps what I have observed Mm -hmm. is that art appreciation, Uh whether it be history, whether it be modern art, whether Mm -hmm. it comes from a place where you have the economic status mm-hmm. to afford to indulge in that. That's true. Right. And I feel like us as African countries, I don't think we're there yet. Okay. I think that we have obviously people that are dedicated to studying this right. and are absolute mavericks of that. But I think that us as a society, like, could we say the government of Ghana right now can dedicate two hundred million dollars right now to <laughs> refurbish museums right, to prepare exactly. for some artifact. Like it doesn't I don't think like would that ring
0: true for the everyday Ghanaian? Yeah, to be like, Oh, that's a good use of our of our money. Of our money right now. But uh, at the same time, Yeah. Our light can't stay on for more than twenty four hours. No. Um <laughs> But at the same time too, as you were using the word art history, yeah. it made me realize that like I think in um and I, I'm not trying to be like blanket across all of Africa, but specifically for West Africa, like art isn't something that's separate from other aspects of life Mm. so there's no there would have been no need to teach like a separate art history class right like I think like a lot of these artifacts that they stole that are now in art history museums like they might not have. They might not have necessarily been created for the purpose of art in the way that Europeans understand art. Oh. Do you get what I mean? Because I think there was an episode that we did last season yeah. um, about Benin, right? Yep. Um, and you know their development. And so there were things that they created um, that were just like the way we recorded history, right? Yep. So it wasn't like, oh, like let me create this beautiful piece of art for the queen. No, it was like let me record like this war. Let me record this thing, and then we. Recorded it, and then Europeans came and were like, oh, look at this beautiful art. <laughs> right. And for yeah. us, it was like, oh, like, this is our historical, like, lineage, our yeah. timeline, our, yeah. this is how we, like, record stories. And then they were like, oh, like, these people don't write at all. But it's like, no, like, we create artifacts. You yeah. Know? To
1: record it. Yeah. 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 So I think, yeah. So I think that whole thing about, you know, Westerners, more interested in it on the surface it seems true because I remember even Chimamanda, she had given a talk once I think it was like an Igbo conference here which was saying that when she really wanted to know her Igbo heritage she mm-hmm. had to go to Yale mm-hmm. and she remembers like people making remarks about they like ha 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 you have to go to Yale you have to go to the white man's land to learn about Igbo it's mm-hmm. like actually yeah they have the best icons um, and the best records of mm-hmm. it and so I think that that comes from that the economic and funding advantage that they have to pursue these things, Mm -hmm. right? Because I think if we have the money as well, obviously, and I think what gives credence to this argument, (laughs) if I do say so myself, is that I was reading, you know, I recently read Crazy Rich Asians. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend it. Really good book. The movie, I think, is out as well. But um, it, it was interesting kind of getting that insight into, you know, their... Society and the whole nouveau rich stuff etc. And then there was an article in JQ which talked about the fact that there had been like a series of very well executed planned heists Mm. in a number of European museums that steal very targeted Chinese artifacts mm. and the theory is that a lot because you know in recent years there's been an explosion of Chinese like millionaires middle class etc mm-hmm. They now are in that position where collecting art and being able to say like I have this piece of China that was stolen etc et mm. Is you know that social class symbol and it's a way okay. to show like etc et So then they think that such people, millionaires, billionaires, are behind these heists. Mm. And then these people have been like, well, we can't confirm or deny. <laughs> <laughs> but check out my beautiful piece but check out from 18th century, century China. So I feel like it's one of those places where, or was one of those things where if our economic development gets to that point, mm-hmm. right, after the basic necessities are taken care of, then we're able to now redirect and think about... Well, I think it would be nice to have the original, um, you know, a stool stool, the yeah. original, you know. But right. I think at this point, us as, as a people, and I hope that I'm not speaking too broadly, but I can't imagine the Mecca, like the average market woman in Kumasa being like, oh my goodness, you know what's
0: missing from my life. <laughs> but I, I don't think we need, like, the whole population to, like, move up to do that. Because, okay. like, like you had said, like, for China, yeah. it's like this, like, really large like upper middle class and elite that's like growing right um and it's them that's consuming the art because i'm sure there's like the average chinese market woman Mm -hmm. she's not like oh i really want the jade from this (laughs) century of china either you know what i mean but so i think i do kind of um understand now what you're saying and the idea that like if our upper middle class and our yeah. elite could also grow as well, yeah. perhaps we could create more of a museum culture, yeah. um, of, or at least an appreciation of our art of culture. Our art culture, yeah. And I think we do have a growing middle class-ish in a way, but yeah. I think they all live like off the continent. I think and so. I think I think so. I don't know. Or like, so for example, um, I was recently talking to someone about like, so the twenty nineteen elections are coming. In Nigeria right and so like but the thing is we don't know what incentive Nigerian politicians have to make Nigeria better because all of their kids like school Abroad right so when I'm thinking of like the elite In Nigeria right I'm yeah. thinking of like Them and like their kids and Those all like grew abroad like They send them yeah. abroad they like they educate Them abroad and so those people like how much Appreciation do they have for like Nigerian Culture Nigerian art like are they the ones That we're gonna wait to wait for To fight for yeah. them to return yeah. You know Benin gold for example Because yeah. like the proper Benin kingdom is in Nigeria, it's not in Benin Republic. No. Yeah. Um and so like are those the people we're gonna wait for to like go fight for our history. Mm. Um, yeah. So that was like the one thing I was gonna say about that and I had another thing but I think it'll come back yeah. to me. Yeah. But that's a that's a really, really interesting interesting point but i think that also i just came back to me now um i think that also because in addition to having a growing middle upper middle class and elite that could like buy this art back or please don't buy it back like steal it back because that's our (laughs) ish. um we didn't think (laughs) that we didn't please in addition to having a growing middle, middle upper middle class and elite class that could acquire these artifacts <laughs> <laughs> I like the ambiguous term acquire these artifacts you also need to come with like what I was saying earlier um, an appreciation for who we are cause like I said like it has been centuries and generations of decimating like our pride in ourselves yeah. always thinking that like oh, cause like it's always like, oh, like I want to own a, um you know, a, um, a Monet, a this, a that, you know what I mean? If yeah. and when we do get into art, yeah. but like, why don't we want to like own our, like, you know, a Benin statue, a Benin yeah. mask, yeah. Um, things like that? So, in addition to the growing upper middle class, we also need a growing appreciation for ourselves and our history. Absolutely, absolutely. I think I think that's a really good point, isn't it? Because I
1: think we won't dedicate funds and efforts to something that we don't appreciate or mm-hmm. something that we don't think it's necessary.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I guess, you know, one thing that I, I also think about is that at the end of the day, right, we've gone this long without these artifacts. Mm-hmm. I think for us as Africans, maybe West Africans, maybe Guineans in particular, you know, we like to emphasize that our history is, you know, was recorded orally. Mm-hmm. So is it, could it be that essentially you know the whole concept of having a museum with artifacts behind guarded doors just doesn't ring true for mm. us you know because yeah. it, it, it is very much a western construct
0: mm-hmm. that i so, like go to a specific location to, to view, view some history
1: right ah that's such a good Whereas, point like for us our history yes it was some of it was recorded in these artifacts but some of the some of it was also passed down orally mm-hmm. some of it like so I don't maybe for me I don't need to go to a museum to get reminded of the Ashanti kingdom and mm-hmm. the wars we won or whatever like mm-hmm. my grandma tells me about it mm-hmm. and now I'm passing it on or so I that's something that I also wonder which also brings me back to the initial thing we talked about where we say Europeans like to judge us on things that are not always appropriate mm. because then it's very much like oh are you developed enough oh do you have well-equipped museums well, maybe I don't want to view. Yeah, my like maybe that we way. simply
0: just don't, not, not just the infrastructure, but maybe we just simply don't have like the culture yes. of museum viewing. Like maybe we want other ways of appreciating and remembering our culture that don't require like a 4,000 safer ticket to go see. <laughs> <What> <laughs> which, like, to- which, yeah, which uh, brings me to the issue of like accessibility, too, right? Because yeah. we do have some museums um, on the continent, of course, right. like there's a yeah. really great one. Um, which is more of a gallery than a museum actually, but the Nikkei Art um, Art Gallery in Lagos. And I think there's another one um, somewhere else in Nigeria as well, maybe Abuja, and then maybe another one somewhere in the west. Yeah. Um, but there she like highlights a lot of um, local artists. Yeah. Um, and so it's a really cool place to like go buy local art if you're ever in the area, and it's free to go into and explore and just like look at it. And then because it's a ga- it's an art gallery, um, and so then if you want to buy something, you can. Oh. Um, so that's a really good location. But when I went to um, Benin Republic, um, I went to Wida. <laughs> I, um, I went there with they and um, <laughs> he on their vacation. <laughs> um and he was saying how like when we left WIDA he was like are we sure this country still is decolonized? Like are we sure? Like Why? it was cuz I mean there was just like so many remnants of like French colonialism in that country like okay. like all throughout throughout um Benin Republic a bit but specifically in Ouida. there was just like a lot of like French tourists and like I should have probably like interrogated him a little bit more. I was just like so amused by his question that I was just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I think like one of the main things though was like, so we tried to go through like three different locations. One was a history museum, one was a sacred forest, sacred forest, and then the other one was like a python temple. And so then, oh, which first of all I didn't even want to go into because like there are live pythons. What is this temple? Like has, but whatever. Yeah, no. Anyways, each of those places, it was like 1,000 sefa for entry. What is um, that? Converted to? To? I'm not sure. Um, maybe. Um, and so so 1,000 sefa for entry per person. And then 2,000 if you want to take photographs. And I was just like, what the heck? And then um, the Oshobo... Um, Osho's Sacred Forest 2 was really similar. I don't think it was as much, um, but it was similar in the fact that like if you want to take photos, like the price was more for you for entry. But yeah, so I think this issue of accessibility. So back in Wida, it kind of made us think like if it's four thousand for two people to enter and take photos, like how many um, Beninwa people are really like trying to like go explore this temple? Yeah. I mean, the, either the temple, the Sacred Forest, yeah. or the museum. Like they should have had like different tiers. Of, um, absolutely
1: yeah yeah because it I think the a thousand I guess it says West African Seifa Translates yeah. to about a pound 33
0: yeah but for us that's not much but not like, like on the ground yeah. you know what i mean cuz yeah. like so for example like you could easily find like a sandwich for one five for that 1500 CFA yeah. and that would be like a shawarma so like a nice sandwich like when you take like your girl out <laughs> Ooh. so like that's about 1000 so Seifa yeah so, like um sofa. so 4000 Seifa just to like see some snakes like pass <laughs> 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 oh my goodness! Yeah, I think,
1: yeah, I think the issue of accessibility is one because then one there's that bigger, that bigger question of are museums even appropriate for us in our mm-hmm. culture? Two, when we do have it, are they even accessible for the ordinary person to mm-hmm. be able to go and view it? And then, um, of course, it there comes the the issue of what corruption, etc., because. I'll never forget I think earlier this summer you know on my quest to do more solo things um, I went to the British Museum for this kind of event that was organized like an independent person does a tour where it shows you like the hidden glory of Africa it was it was an interesting one so it was good because I learned things that I didn't know but I think it failed to answer that why is this important? So, what question? Mm. Um, it was slightly hotepish, but oh well we'll, well, we'll take it. Um, but essentially, what happened was I remember I got into a conversation with one girl talking about African history, and I was like, Oh my goodness, like you know, a lot of this stuff is plundered and needs mm. to go back, and just like well but if it goes back like we're not in a position to actually take care of these artifacts Mm -hmm. because it will end up in somebody's private collection Mm. and i think that's also a very interesting element because earlier on we had talked about like you know the larger or the upper middle class or you know that kind of well like well to do yeah. yeah being able to become the champions but what happens when they just want to personalize it and are not interested in restoring it for the public consumption. Mm. Because I think with us, like people get away with so much. Oh, that um, sacred, um, one-of-a-kind thing. Oh, it's in so-and-so's private collection, of course. <laughs> <laughs>
0: but I mean, there are like lots of art pieces that are in private collections, like even in the European context. So You think so? Yeah. Personally, for me, I would prefer it in the private collection of a fellow Nigerian than okay. up in Albert and Victoria's museum. So that's one way to look at it. And I know, like, similarly, um, because I think when you had first sent me this article, when I was like, oh, my... And I think I had originally been of the mindset that, like, oh, but, like, will us as Africans be able to take care of it, like, our museums, like, we have, like, a really bad maintenance culture, like, you'll find... Because I, I went yeah. to a museum in Ife, and that was kind of, like, a little bit dusty, and it was, like, oh, like... Mm. Um, <laughs> um, and so I was talking to my friend Rafi about this, and she was like, so what? That's not their concern. And so, because her, her viewpoint was kind of, like... Um, like it's not for them to say that we can't maintain our artifacts like if 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 you give it back to us and we decide to like break it and throw it in the sea like that's it was, our problem it was ours. yeah it was it ours to do to with do that with it. Yeah, yeah exactly it was like it was true. never yours to have so like you can't not give it to us just because you don't think we're going to like Take, take care of, care it, of, of God, it. Really, like that's not your problem.
1: Yeah. So that was an interesting yeah. viewpoint. I think that's interesting. Okay. So I guess if we take a Current currency analysis. So you're saying that you have patronized museums back home. Yes,
0: I have. And then there was one. Speaking of like corruption, there was one. Uh, we tried to my siblings and I when we were in Ife, we tried to go see the Oba Palace there. Mm. Um. And the things they were asking for, because like, it wasn't even like oh, like a flat, like oh, like one thousand naira for everybody or something like that. Um, but like five hundred naira would be more reasonable um they were like oh you have to bring this like specific beer and then like a few other like things and we have to like bring them and present them to the opa order to like enter and we're like no (laughs) like no because it would be one thing if it was like oh like you have to bring the opa gift as to show like this yeah so therefore like bring either either like yeah either like um give us like options of drink things to bring but like for me it just sounded like you guys are throwing a party and you need someone to like supply <laughs> beer like let me not like there's no way that like every single person who enters the palace like you need them to bring this and it was like a ridiculous amount too like i wish i had like written it down so i could remember but it was just like it just seemed really unreasonable to me as like the entry fee hmm. of like um uh, to to be able to just like see the see the palace grounds and I think like it also had to be like um we had to like be shown around or something um as opposed to like oh like can we just exploit like, ourselves which like, I guess I can kind of understand like if it's like somebody's palace and he actually lives there like I guess you would need someone to like show you around but I don't know whatever it was that they were asking for it was like very specific and very like unnecessary like I would have preferred if it had just been like five hundred per person like five hundred naira per person like I, I would have preferred that so that's a funny.
1: yeah mm. okay. So I guess, you know, what we're saying is, is multifaceted and it's not, it's not, it's not simple because yeah. I think theoretically, I completely agree because I don't think that somebody else should come to assess whether we're capable of taking care of our own artifacts mm-hmm. or not. I think that's a bit ridiculous. And I think it comes back to the different ways in which, you know, we're constantly judged and deemed, you know, ind- inferior, inadequate, yeah. inferior, et cetera, So I'm not with it. But a part of me also thinks hmm would they be safer practically, here practically though <laughs> practically but i think at the end of the day too like is that to say that if they had never been plundered so is the assumption then that we wouldn't have it now because somebody would have stolen it or somebody would have destroyed exactly, it exactly
0: because what you I'm know? thinking too is that like if they had never taken them they would be in somebody's private collection technically right you think so, so. I think so because they would either because like, like you said like we don't really have like a museum culture like the idea of like oh let me build this museum for public blah 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 like, it would either have stayed in the king's palace or like the priest who made it it would have stayed in their house or temple mm. do you get what I mean Like, it would have just, like, stayed as, like, part of... Because it's not as if it would just have been made to be displayed. It would have been made in, like, wherever it would traditionally go. It would just stay there. So if it traditionally, like, goes, like, on the king's right side, then it would just, like, stay there.
1: And then you could go.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think um, one thing that came up as I was, like, looking for museums in Africa was a new one that had been built in South Africa. Mm -hmm. And let me double check to make sure I'm pronouncing it right. But it's like the Zeitz, Zeitz, um, the Zeitz, Zeitz.
0: If you're South African, like, please, <laughs> let us know please. the proper
1: pronunciation. So it's like Z-E-I-T-Z, Museum of Contemporary Art Africa. Mm. And it's more pithily known Love as Site Mocha in mm-hmm. Cape Town. So, it's the largest museum in Africa that's dedicated to contemporary art from mm. the continent. Um, and the article kind of went into how much of a success it has been. Mm-hmm. Because it's, it, it understood the fact that, like, accessibility is an issue that needed to be tackled. Mm-hmm. So, there were, like, organized bus trips for schools. Like free, um, you know, free entries. Um, They've also made sure to employ curators that are South African and that, you know, resonate. Like they are locals who understand um, what they're trying to create. Mm -hmm. However, the point of kind of contention had been that it was created and founded by white men. And so they also well, was it white
0: South Africans or just like white no, men.
1: White, yeah, I think it was like German or something like that. sort. but they were, they also were like, we realize that you know, there there is some, um, unease about you know the origins of this, it, yeah. yeah. But I think it, I don't know, for me it always still comes back to that point of funding mm-hmm. because who is in a position to, to have funded that
0: anyway? Yeah. So Yeah. I mean, yeah. but at least like they're at least they're trying their best to like now that they've done it, they're putting it in the hands of people who know how who to do, how do it. To. Yeah. yeah. But that kind of made me think of um an art exhibit that I went to in France. Mm-hmm. Um and it was like a contemporary Congolese art and it was like one of the most awesome art exhibits that I've ever been to. Um, I really wish I remember where it was. It was a very temporary exhibit, so it's probably yeah. not even there anymore if you're in France right now. Um but it was just like really cool the way that they showed like recent Congolese art and photography, and everything was, like, from the 1970s and up. Um, so that was really cool. And the way it was, like, really laid out, it was really informative, and there were some, like, sculpture pieces of, like, oh, and there were some really, like, cool, like, Afrofuturistic um, cities. Um, yeah, the, the um, I wrote about it in on my blog, um, and so we can link it below. Okay. Um, and so that has pictures of, like, some of the pieces of art that really resonated with me. Yeah. Um, so I just like loved that they were able to highlight um, Congolese, contemporary Congolese art. Because I think a lot of times, because what I love most about that um, specific um, gallery was that a lot of times when we talk about African art we're always talking about like pre colonial art and things like that. Like, mm. oh before the white man came and messed it up. Blah, blah blah We never talk about like what are Africans doing now? Like yeah. what is the yeah. culture that we're creating yeah. now? What yeah. are the artifacts that we're creating now? Yeah. Um so that's what I really loved about um that's pretty cool. That gallery that it yeah. was like contemporary African art, things have from, from the seventies. Oh, they were like photographs of people like, you know, out on a date with their girl and things oh. like that. Like it was just great. Um yeah. so I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared to (laughs) the other African art gallery or museum that I went to when I was in Paris, Um, it was, so um, I was in Paris back in 2015, 2016, and so I went to the Louvre, and the Louvre, I'm pronouncing it wrong, I'm so sorry, it's been so while. I went to the Louvre, and as some of you may know, it's like the most famous and most visited museum in the world. Um, and so they have like this relatively new section for Asian and African art. So tell me why you got the World's Biggest Museum and they don't have any art from... Well, they have like an Egypt section, right? Of course. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Of course. Um, and, um, but they have this like new section called for specifically African and Asian art. And this place, first of all, was like hard to find and like, a little bit away from like the rest of the main gallery it's always that way because mm. like like you can get lost in the whole rest of like the Louvre and everything yes. but like trying to find like the African section it's like cut away from the rest of it and like it's like in the basement somewhere so it's, it's that way at the British Museum too it's, mm. it's downstairs yeah exactly yeah. in the basement off to the side and like it was just like not a well-taught out look yeah. like yeah display at all like it was like all white and then they would like put up this like tiny little mask like, up in the center by itself and like I don't know It's just like It was not an inspiring Display And Mm. I was just like Very disappointed That like You have this like The world's Most famous museum And like Their African Art section Was like Abysmal I mean In in quantity And like Effort And in effort (laughs) I mean I guess Yeah (laughs) I guess We don't want to rely On 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 these countries To tell Exactly Which is kind of Like the other reason Why like they should just return our artifacts because, yeah. like, we can't trust you to display it in an authentic no, way. No. You know what I mean? Because, like, when you just like put it up against a white background and it's like by itself, it's kind of like a, it's just like a, it was a very cold room. It just that, that was like sense the, for, yeah, that was like what I remember about that space. It was very cold. Like, we can't trust them to like display our art um, the way it should be exactly. And I'm yeah. just like thinking of that scene from Black Panther. Of course, <laughs> of
1: course,
0: yeah. This episode wouldn't be complete without it. <laughs> <laughs> Of course not. Where killmonger is like, oh, like, um, how much what is, you is think this? Your, your your ancestors got this. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yep. Send it back. Yeah. That's that's send my back. stance. Send it back. Yeah. What's your stance? So my my stance is my
1: stance is send it back as well. My stance is send it back as well. But I think my true stance of where I really am is overall uh, us as well. You know I think I think it's complicated I think on a matter of principle absolutely send it back because it's not yours to decide what to do with it mm-hmm. absolutely I think where I truly would want us to see is to get to that point where fine like we don't need to appreciate our our art history and our our artifacts like in the museum setting and in this way that has been designed by Westerners but for us to be able to get to a point where you know where we do appreciate them but mm. we do incorporate it let's mm-hmm. say into a curriculum More, mm. you know there's that we, we acknowledge that part of it because you know for a large you know for us it's very much like I mean does this what will this artifact give me like Mm. I I know where I come from like I know my history I don't need this thing to tell me but if we do get to a point where we're like yeah I know that but it's also nice to see this thing that's a reminder of that I think that's a good point. I, I I don't know. I think what do you guys think? Because I don't yeah. think it's, it's it's not black and white. Exactly. I think yeah, there's a think, lot of nuances yeah, to the conversation. A lot, there's a lot of nuances to it. Do you guys think we need more museums? Do you think that would be the answer? Yeah. Do you think it's it not completely earthly? yeah inappropriate and doesn't mesh well with our culture? Like, you know, what, what would you what do you think is that perfect perfect mix and perfect yeah. balance to <laughs> maintain for this? What what would you like to see? So
0: Please chime in. And do you go to museums? Like, how do you feel about that, too? Like, is that...
1: Yeah, okay, that's another thing that we could dive into later, but I think for me I'm always so conflicted when I go to Western museums, but anyway, we're closing, so we'll, we'll, we'll leave this. Ask her
0: about it on Instagram. Ask me about it.
1: Ask me about it. So, anywho, that brings us to the end of episode two. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, like, you know, this has been us chiming in with, like, our thoughts on this thing that we've heard. We want to hear from you, because remember, this is all about us trying to build a community. Um, So hop on our Instagram We're going to be on Twitter soon Hop on our Twitter and tell us what you think about this episode
0: (laughs) Maybe let's tweet to Macron to return our artifacts sooner Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Neither here nor there Bye you guys Thank you for joining us for this episode Absolutely and we'll talk to you later Bye